Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 35 of the KDH podcast. Today, I'm joined by Marsha Coles. How are you doing? Hello, I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're just having a wee chat before that there, and we're talking about how many podcasts you've been on before. Um, so today, we're going to be ta- talking about, about Instagram. We're going to find out a wee bit more why we're going to be chatting a bit more about Instagram, because uh, we've obviously got Marsha on as a guest. I've been following Marsha now for, I've probably been following you for about sort of six months, and I take so mm-hmm. much value from your content. And one of the conversations we're having okay. immediately, before, uh, no problem. One of the conversations we're having right before this is that content's all about being an observer. And since I've became a, a PT and since I started producing content, I've just became more and more of a, an observer. I just listen to what people do. And as a result of that, you're able to help so many people. And as you do with your content. And I think that's why with the questions I've constructed for you today and what we can take and give to people for, from Instagram, uh, from obviously projecting themselves in a better way. And it's not even just for personal trainers. This this is for like everyone. And, and hopefully everyone can take something from this. And obviously it's related to fitness as well, because you mm-hmm. specifically work in the fitness industry. You work with FitPros and obviously I'm a coach as well. So we'll start mm-hmm. off, Marsha. What's your story and what are you doing now? <laughs> my story, where do I start? Um, well, in regards to my professional journey and my professional side of things, I've always been a designer. So um, I've always been into graphics and graphic design. That's just been like a natural talent that I guess I was born with. But um, the last, um, it's probably been about the last three years where I've been helping predominantly fitness professionals. So, um, and that's in regards to graphics and websites. Um, so that's up until three years ago. But before that, I was actually a handbag designer. Yeah. So I've always been into design. I've always been into um, designing either, you know, actual tangible products like like um, websites. But actually, whilst I was a handbag designer, I was still my my side hustle um, per se. It, it was always graphics and websites, but they weren't. Um, aimed at fitness professionals they were just aimed at like random businesses and startups um, etc but that was always my kind of number one uh, passion yeah. um, and slowly um, basically basically when I met my husband Mark who obviously works in the fitness industry um, that, that there was a lot of people that sort of I got introduced to that needed advice on graphics and you know visual related stuff and it all basically stemmed from there as more and more people started to sort of follow me from Mark's um, audience um, there's been a growing people actually caring about what I think <laughs> and it's been it's been great because um, when, when I saw that people appreciate my opinion um, and my like creative like inputs I was like huh maybe I could do more of that so you know everything my, my career and where I am where I am at now has all snowballed from from there. So thank you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's interesting to hear that because I only knew after following you, your husband was Mark Coles as well. And for anyone that's listening, Mark's like a he's a PT mentor, and um, mm. I've not done any work with him before, but he looks like he really really knows his stuff, and he helps a lot of PTs get very very busy. Yeah. So he's both doing very yeah, well yeah. in the industry as well. Um, it's amazing yeah. how like like what you were talking about there is probably like it's a bit of that imposter syndrome where you, you think like you start something off and like you were saying like all mm-hmm. of a sudden you got chucked straight into the fitness industry. And I think it's the same for mm-hmm. everyone starting their journeys. Like, like I was talking to uh, Becky that works with me, one of my, one of the coaches that works with me. And I was saying that and she was talking about like starting off and getting into things. And I was like, just mm-hmm. fucking do it. 
just do it because yeah starting starting is the scariest for that's sure that's the scariest part and i think as well like it could be even like just literally stepping into your fitness journey like literally joining the gym getting in touch with a personal trainer getting in touch with an online yeah. coach getting in touch with like me yeah. getting in touch with you to come in the pot it can yeah. be anything at all and it's always that yeah. scary jump but like yeah you need to yeah. realize that everyone that's in the positions they're in they started there thinking that they didn't deserve to be there like they were just mm, like mm. And then as a result, uh, a wee bit of time over traction, then just things just start happening as well. So hundred um, percent. The most yeah. important thing is just to start is, is to always try new things and get outside of your comfort zone in regards to anything, whether it's your career or personal or fitness, anything at all. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's you know, it's it's a good idea to embrace that scary feeling, the feeling yeah. of the unknown. Like, are you gonna mess up or make any mistakes? But yeah, the more mistakes it. you make, the more you mess up, the the better off you are in the long definitely. run definitely i and uh, one of the things i was going to say to you there as well is one of the things that i love you saying is a side hustle and i think more yeah. people need to be doing that i think that's like an american term yeah, but, it, no, uh, I, but I like it yeah it's good but because that's why i kind of wanted this this podcast today was about to encourage more people to start a bit of a side hustle if you've yeah. got like a if someone's got something that they're remotely interested in and they've got a bit mm -hmm. of talent behind it as we've just said there just go and do it like yeah. I was even talking to one of my clients about this today. When I started off personal training, like I wouldn't really like where I'm at now with things. I wouldn't have imagined I was here four years ago, but when mm -hmm. I started, it was kind of on a whim. It wasn't like a, it was like, I kind of put some things together. Then the stars aligned as I began to move. But then like, I think sometimes people are waiting on that perfect moment to happen or the, and I it's think never, like, there's never going to be a perfect, perfect moment for anything. So uh, I know. people should never wait for that. I know, but that's it. And I think that starting a side hustle, like, do you know what I mean? I'm seeing more people mm. now with fitness accounts and stuff. And mm. I think that's class mm -hmm. and they might not even be a coach, but they've just got some, they're just, they're just literally documenting their journey. Mm. And it could be something as small as that. And I just, I wish more people done it as well. So um, coming on, for to sure. the, coming on to the next point there, Marsha. So, I, I kind of want I, this is a question but I kind of know that I kind of know the answer to but I kind of wanted to a lot of the questions are just me picking your brain can mm -hmm. you explain the difference between a creator and a consumer online and why more fo uh, more people should be focusing on creating well more more people could focus on creating if they are if they for example have a uh, an instagram business page and they actually want to like for example monetize instagram and drive people to their products or services if if they have a personal page then it's just a good idea to experiment and of course put out content as opposed to just consume content because if they want to connect with people make friends network with people then just sitting back and watching other people's posts and stories not really going to get you anywhere that's not being social so the whole point of instagram is the fact that it's a social platform and you're meant to go on there and connect with people and make friends and leave comments and send people dms um, but then of course you can sit back and just watch people's content and, and consume it but if you're going to do that then there's nothing wrong with that especially if you have a, a personal page you know instagram it's it's therefore entertainment as well but if you are trying to grow your personal brand and if you are thinking about uh, creating a side hustle and ultimately um, drive your audience towards your products or services and potentially make money then it's a good idea to not just consume but to create and put out either interesting or entertainment uh, entertaining content to basically connect with your audience and and builds um it's called building the like and trust factor 
yeah. you want people to like you you want people to trust you you want to connect with people and people like people like to do business with people so that's why it's a good idea to show yourself and your face in your stories because ultimately if you, if you bring people on the on your own journey with you you create a, a deeper connection there's no, there's an emotional connection there's you know you start to build friendships and then that leads to so many other things obviously yeah. business related and them wanting to actually work with you so many people know it's sort of goes without saying that so many people can um, monetize uh, their instagram just by being on their stories just by doing lives just by having just by talking into the camera people yeah. get consumed in other people's lives and and especially if those people share interesting and helpful things um so you know the, the difference between a creator and, and consumer is is vast yeah so it, like it all boils it all boils down to what, why you're on Instagram or what you want to sort of achieve, whether you just want to share your journey with your friends and family, then by all means, sit back and do what, what you wish. But if you want to bring your audience along the journey with you and monetize yeah. your Instagram, then you need to build the like and trust factor with your content. Definitely. I think like that's, I kind of wanted to go over that because I knew you'd have a good explanation for it. But one of the points mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to come on the back end of it from a coaching perspective is that there's pros and cons to the being. So now loads of folk are, we're being consumers now. People reach mm -hmm. for the phones as soon as they wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. something that I do now. I put my phone in our room so that in the morning I'm not reaching for it right away. Mm -hmm. And I try mm -hmm. recently, I've not been because I've been doing bits of work later on at night, but I'll try and put my phone away at 9 p.m. And as a result mm. of that, it's so that I'm not, even though I'm creating all the time, it also allows me to take away and obviously switch off in that as well. But mm -hmm. because we're becoming such hard consumers, we have got an abundance of information at our fingertips that's now resulting in is probably consuming not the right things. Like, I mean, I think it's yeah. amazing that there's, you can go and informally learn a language if you wanted. You could go and literally mm -hmm. learn about marketing do you know what I mean I follow mm. your content Marsha and literally I've learned so much about rearranging my page mm, and mm, I actually mm. tell new personal trainers to go and look at your I'll send them your page and go and thank go you and, that's all right <laughs> and I'm like go and look at Marsha's page because she'll show you how to just literally you'll just learn how to how to move things better. but as but what I'm saying is because there's so much rubbish like you can literally like people are consuming the wrong things and I wish people would start mm. to maybe try and see beyond that as well and one of my top tips would to when you are consuming would be try and like prioritize at least some of it is actually like like learning like i think yeah we need to be doing that and i think that's a good thing that everyone listening to this podcast today they're maybe out a walk they're maybe driving somewhere they're utilizing their time and they're, and they're, they're, mm. they're using social media media to basically develop whereas i think a mm. lot of it now is resulting in people building up walls so that when it comes to like like I, it's crazy. It baffles me because I'm obviously someone that's always projecting myself on camera, talking in podcasts. There's people that are now scared to answer the phone, and that's becoming a normal thing. Like I'm, yeah, I'll get, I'll get a lot of people that inquire to work with me, and I go, "Can we jump in a quick chat on the phone?" They go, "I don't like working mm. on the talking on the mm. phone," and it's fine that that person says that, but it's kind of scary that I'm hearing that more frequently now. Like that is becoming yeah, yeah. a a common occurrence, and as a result of that. What did that person like say if that person then gets an obstacle in their life, like they're on a weight loss journey and a barrier comes up that they have to 
go and train at home because obviously the gyms aren't open. They're probably not going to mm. do that if they're not willing to yeah. speak on the phone. And, and what I'm trying to get at is I wanted to spoke, speak on this point is because if you become too much of a consumer on the wrong things and you're building up walls, what can end up happening is that you no longer create your own life. You just rely on other people feeding you information. Yeah, quick fix. yeah. You, you, let, you let other things dictate what you yeah. think, what, what's right and wrong. You, you no longer are able to kind of form your own opinion. Your opinion is formed by everything that you see that you yeah. perceive to be right. Yeah, and I think that's, that's one true. of the... That's one of the one of the main reasons I wanted to come on and chat today is because I think social media, because of its influence, is now getting to a point where people, when you ask them to maybe do something that 20 years ago, 15 years ago, they would have done it with a lot more ease. But now they're so worried about comparing themselves to other people, yeah. what other people think. They're worried about failure. They're worried about yeah. 10 steps ahead before they've even taken their first step. It's true. It's true. It's so bad. It's actually really bad. And like a lot of people, I think you hear a lot of people always say things like, Oh, social media is really bad for because of X, and you're like they're not really going into it. And I think this really explains that it's not just it's because people are just so used to like you get people as well where they want results and they want work, or maybe even people mm. coming to work with you, Marshall, where they're saying like, "How did I get my Instagram good?" And you're giving them the stuff, but they don't realize that mm. it's they'll get it in maybe a thousand posts. It's not going to be in the yeah. first three posts. They're going to really. I think it. yeah. You can relate that to anything, to a fitness journey, to a journey to growing your Instagram. There's, there's no way to get instant um, results at all. You know, there's no quick way to achieve anything effectively. So without yeah. everything, you need to put in the work. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, yeah, no, let's kind of finish off on that point. I'll see a few other points. There's just questions springing to my mind now. Mm -hmm. What's your, like, see in the, the fitness world, like, I'm kind of on the fence with, I think there needs to be like, I'm a big advocate that coaches, they need to be, they need to practice what they preach. They don't need to be shredded to the bone by all means, but I mean, like they should be good advocates of what they do. Do you think like, like you see people post content where it's not even really content of any value. It's maybe just a half naked photo. Do you think that's killing a lot of the, cause it like, how, what's your thoughts on that like no, no I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with coaches posting images of themselves I think that's I think it's important there's no that's never going to end there's no you know there's, no there, end there's that, yeah. also there's no there's no there's not really right or wrong because I see no, yeah. you know you see so many uh accounts that do well because they have an audience it really depends what their business is as well because there's obviously people who um are you know predominantly like physique coaches and they put out just images of themselves and their clients, like no graphics content, as, as much as I would love to see a little, like a little bit of graphics on their page. They, there's no graphics, but you know, that their posts get so much engagement because they're, that person's true fans value their physique. They value the, um, the, you know, possibly valuable captions that that person provides. So that can work for one person, but it may not work for, someone who is like maybe like a young coach who has sorry Marsha I think it's just cut uh, off there. Uh, wanting to grow sorry sorry just literally Did got connection cut... go? yeah get cut off for any I coaches stopped. I just stopped it there then I hit record again sorry about that guys I'll bring no it together no worries no, um, what were you saying there? Sorry, Marsha. 
Yeah, no, I was saying um, for anyone, for any coach, for any fitness professional who, who wants to grow their Instagram page and wants to build a, um, a bigger following, then it's, it's definitely worth um, not only putting out your own photos, it's definitely worth putting out a variety of contents, including um, graphics and quotes and IGTV and reels and experimenting and seeing what their audience responds best to. Yeah, so yeah. it's worth studying your insights and seeing where you're getting the most um, follows, the most likes, the most saves and whatever's performing best, do more of that. Yeah, no, definitely. I totally agree with that as well. And I've went through phases where I've done stuff and it's like, I used to go, oh, the algorithm doesn't work and it was just the content was shit. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, <laughs> it just wasn't that good looking back at it. But yeah, um, the what, see, what's your biggest sort of gripes about social media? What frustrates you and why would you like to see it change? What would you like to see more of just in general? Like what would you like to see more people do, utilize? What's your gripes? It's 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 kind of difficult to uh, to to measure because I definitely have the things that are, that sort of frustrate me, but um, I don't always see them. I just know that they still exist. So obviously, content that comes across like spam, you know, people just putting out random stuff just for the sake of, you know, putting out a post. So I'm a big believer in. Um, waiting it's, it's better to wait and produce something of value and pull that out for your audience as opposed to putting out lots of like three posts a day that are all completely irrelevant so i'm a big believer in the fact that you know it's definitely quality over quantity um anything anything that involves buying followers using bots you know all those instagram things that put you in instagram jail um it, you know they're all like the worst things that you can possibly do so again that only applies to sort of newbies and people who are not really um sort of savvy enough to realize that sort of stuff can no longer work it might have worked i don't know five years ago uh you know the whole follow and follow thing and joining yeah. using bots you know seeing people still use that really frustrates me i still have so much junk that lands in my uh, in my DM inbox, it blows my mind. I just don't understand why people are still doing that. But the good thing is, I think, you know, daily Instagram does try to make the platform safer and um, better for everyone. And with time, I think that's definitely going to be the one thing that that we'll see less of. Yeah, um, definitely. I think that's what they're trying to just iron all that out right now yeah but it's 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 crazy to, to see how much crap there is on instagram but every day it's a fact that instagram tries to filter and show you the content that it thinks you like that's why you know people have to be really careful about the stuff that they like and save because the moment you save you know a few britney spears posts like i did i made that mistake guys don't don't do what i did i can't remember what i saved uh, from Britney Spears, but now my explore page is filled with her and I don't know how to get rid of it. So, um, but that's Instagram basically trying to curate um, the right feed for me. Yeah. So you have to be very careful and just know that if you if you start liking everything that's Kardashian related, you see that, 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 that that's going to be your Instagram, 
explore page for the for the next couple few few weeks or months. What's your thoughts on follow unfollow apps? The ones that tell you who who's followed you and who's unfollowed you. Gosh, well, I've never used them, so I, I can't really um, I can't really comment on that. But again, it's um, like what it's that that's only for like really nosy people who really have too much time. <laughs> Obviously, See, I know that I start, we're in lockdown. When I started, my I know business, we're in lockdown and never. Yeah. When I started my business page, I, I had one, and I remember it was just I literally was reading it in James Smith's book, and it was like talking about like it's asking for unhappiness. Like you're actually asking to see the people that don't like you. Like if you have that app, literally, like I remember like once I'd done like a clear out of my Instagram because it was like who I was following. And I think I was like, I had like quite a lot on there and I was like seeing a lot of things in my feed. And I think this is a good thing to do every so often is just make sure that who's on your feed is who you want to see. Because at the end of the day, it's all like they always say like who you surround yourself with the what is it you are the version of the five people you surround yourself with so if your instagram is full of shit do you know what i mean if it's full of negative things that put you down things that make you feel bad then get rid of it you know i mean like you don't realize that if you're on your phone for three plus hours a day because screen time's getting up and and one hour of that's on instagram per day that's one hour of exposure you're getting to things that you don't like you need to make it things that you do like and I remember yeah. it was like last year I'd done like a clear out and I think I unfollowed like 200 people and it wasn't that I didn't like the people. It was just, it was accounts that I was like, maybe it was someone that I, I, I went to, I, I, when I first started working in the gym four years ago and I, I don't even engage with them. So there's no point in them mm. being on there. And see, when I started doing it, I started seeing that my following was going down and mm-hmm. people were obviously monitoring who follows and unfollows them. Then as soon as someone mm. unfollows them, they unfollow them. It's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. Like it's it's actually, really, really crazy. But it is a good idea to filter your audience and um, unfollow anyone who you don't think is is kind of worth having in, in your in your group. Definitely. Um, sure, for sure. I think that's more of a because on Facebook as well, you've obviously got like Facebook's a bit more it's not intimate, but I mean it's like if someone adds you as a friend, it's their profile on Instagram, it's a bit more of a casual follow, isn't it? Like yeah, you yeah. can follow someone without really knowing them. So I think it's quite easy to fill your Instagram with things that you don't actually like that aren't doing you any favors. And as yeah, you yeah, said, yeah. your Instagram will populate like, your feed with what you think you want to see. So that if you're someone that watches Love Island and you watch nothing against Love Island, but I mean, like, and maybe you watch reality TV shows and you then start to see that. And if you're someone that's maybe got low self-esteem, someone that's maybe struggling with their body shape and stuff like that, then being bombarded with constant pictures of, um, bikinis and shredded abs probably isn't. Do you know what yeah. I mean, if it's good inspiration for you, but again, at the same time, if it doesn't make you feel good, then don't do it. But um, exactly. yeah, like, and I think that's another thing from that book that I just read as well is like, how many people do you actually know with a six pack? But you go on Instagram and your feeds full of six packs. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And I, you don't actually. It's just yeah. It could be it quite. It can be quite self damaging for for, yeah. for anyone um, because. If you're constantly exposed to that, um, what you perceive to be uh, is what you should look like, and you look in the mirror and you don't look quite like that. It's um, of course it's, it's very disheartening, and many people, um, you know, it can do a lot of damage to someone's self confidence. So there's good things and there's bad things. It's good to be inspired by someone with a great body, but at the same time, um, you know, you can sort of go down the rabbit hole of self comparison, and you know, it's it's not very healthy. 
No, definitely isn't. And I don't and I don't want anyone to think for a second I'm saying that it's like if someone wants to show off their physique, their shape, it's honestly it's brilliant. Like I'll do it my, my like I do it with my clients, I do it myself. But I think as well, like I suppose it's like we spoke about this recently on a podcast. Um and I basically said people often talk about calorie counting and they're like, Oh, I don't do calorie counting, that can be quite dangerous. I get obsessive. If you're really at a point where calorie calorie counting is maybe going to tip you over the edge you don't have a problem with calorie counting you've got a borderline eating disorder like it's not mm-hmm. like that that's the thing that you need to address that's the elephant in the room yeah. and i suppose it's yeah. the same with social media like if your feeds like like i'm i'm pretty good with like my i compare my my business sometimes to other businesses i do that quite a lot and sometimes mm-hmm. it can be damaging to my own self-esteem but at the same time mm-hmm. i also use it as inspiration but i can yep. hand on my heart say i don't really get body envy i'm kind of i don't get that it's not something that bothers me so yeah because i'm a fitness professional my feed is full of you see a lot of people bikinis bums squatting yep. shreddy yep. but it doesn't bother <laughs> me i don't look at it and go god i wish i looked like that but yeah that's yeah. What, what i'm saying what i'm trying to say is the full same thing with the calorie counting if you are someone that's very, very, that could be easily tipped over the edge by looking at loads of pictures of half naked people, then obviously you can change that by who you mm-hmm. follow as well. So a quick hack is definitely to make sure that your feed's full of what you want to see, what's going to do you favors as well. And I think as well, sure. kind of taking that tool of what I said as well, to try and pick things that do deliver value to your feed. So things that are going to like, do you know I mean, like we were talking about listening to podcasts, following like pages like yourself, Marsha, what I was saying, I take value from it because you're not just going to constantly consume stuff that isn't really going to develop you as well. So, yeah. Exactly. But, but also dedicates, maybe dedicate time for spending on Instagram. And it's difficult because I, I try to do that myself, but I, it doesn't always work. But, but it's good to sort of like what you do, allocate time and let yourself go on Instagram, you know, yeah. at certain parts of the day, but perhaps not first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Yeah, definitely. Because you, like, I remember I used to do it with like videos on Facebook and I ended up watching videos of people like fishing in Russia and you're like, how have I even got here? Like actually <laughs> down, down literally a rabbit hole of fishing videos. But um, yeah, literally like it's, uh, it's it an, can it's be an, dangerous. Yeah, it can be dangerous because you just lose so much time as well. And especially when I always lose time every week to technical stuff because there's always like faults and issues and stuff as well. But yeah, um, sure. if you have a fitness account just in general, so it doesn't even need to be literally like a, a fit pro, it, it could be literally anyone that's got a fitness account or just an account they want to stand out or a fitness account. How do you, what's your top three tips on helping someone do that? My top three tips would be to nail your Instagram uh, bio and make sure that um, it's very clear um, when someone reads your bio, that it's clear um, what you do, how you serve your audience, um, why they should possibly follow you. Because everyone needs to remember if, if you do have a business page and, uh, or create a page and you want to build your following, then as soon as someone new lands on your feeds, you know, they make up your mind about your business and your brand within like three seconds. So it's really important to um, describe what you do, what your offering is, include a link, a call to action, you know, have a good profile picture. Um, That's my first tip. So that's really, really important. And for anyone who's not sure how to um, nail their Instagram 
um, bio. I do have a post on this on my um, Instagram page. Um, my second tip would be to try and have um, a variety of images of yourself because there are so many, there are hundreds and millions, thousands of fitness accounts and various types of accounts on Instagram. And to differentiate yourself from everyone else, um, it's, it's really important. And to do that is to, to show you, you, you are the, the one thing that differentiates you from everyone else, your face, your personality. Um, and again, if you have a fitness brand, then it, it is a personal brand and you as a person need to show you on your Instagram. So that means photos of you, your images, your personal photography. So it's not about showing your logo in every single post and having graphics and infographics and a really busy creative page. It's, of course, some of that stuff could be important, but having images of you is what's going to, um, again, build that connection with your audience. Um, and the third tip would be to try and provide as much value, entertainment or interesting content on your page as you possibly can. And again, that doesn't mean have lots and lots of graphics. If you, if you don't know how to design graphics, that's not a problem. You can also provide value inside your captions. You can put out interesting photos of yourself or of something that will be of interest to your audience and provide lots of value inside the captions because the one thing that people like to do on Instagram and that's a fact is to to learn to find out something new to find out a hack something to help them save time or save money um, tell them something that they didn't know tell about a common misconception so storytelling creating um, lists and helpful tips and, and giving out hacks to your audience is really important. That's what's going to um, keep people on your feeds, on your page. And that's what you want. And that's what Instagram wants. They want to keep people on the platform. They want Their aim is to keep everyone on Instagram and not let them go anywhere else. Um, so if you're able to keep people on your feeds by providing interesting content, Instagram will recognize that. They will recognize that people are spending time reading your posts yeah. and your captions. And by seeing that, they will reward you by giving your content better reach. So yeah, that's why it's really important to provide value or entertainment. And it's, it's funny because I've, I've got a fitness account and like the other week I had one of my best weeks of engagement and it was just a combination of like a, a big guest on my podcast um, and I put a couple of funny posts up and it's every po my mm -hmm. most like I remember like I've done a few different courses on like 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 success leaves clues and it talks about like what you said looking at your insights what gives the most and if I go and look at my insights the the posts with the most likes are either stories with food um, mm -hmm. pictures of my dog or me doing something pure stupid nothing to do with fitness <laughs> <laughs> well that's because people are obviously connecting you as a person yeah. they like to yeah. follow your journey so that that that's not it's kind of not surprising i mean it's yeah. it's interesting but yeah it's funny because yeah. it's like people totally buy into you as a person don't they like yeah. like people even this podcast like i'll have a list of guests on but i've even had people i had like brett Contreras on two weeks ago and two people messaged me. I had quite a few people message me about it. And two people were like, you didn't really speak much though. Because Brett spoke <laughs> quite a lot. And I was like, 
I know I suppose it is my podcast at the end of the day, but yeah, like people people buy into you, don't they, as a person, as a brand. And I think yeah. and I like and I think to kind of like really from everything we've been talking about, and it was one of the things that I spoke about at the beginning was the consumer versus the creator. Like being a creator taught me so much about myself. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I, I want to encourage more people to create. And I want mm-hmm. to, and it doesn't even need to be in a, so like, if you do like something, like if you spoke in your sport stories one day, you might find yourself being more out, outgoing in other days, of your other areas of your life. If you document mm-hmm. your fitness journey with your running, your weightlifting, your powerlifting, your strength journey, you, you'll be more likely to be more ambitious in other areas of your life. And it does sound like a lot of people might think, what are you talking about, Christian, me putting a picture up and you're like, you don't understand what that does for you because- yeah it gives you great confidence in your own self-belief and stuff as well. And, and even like yeah. I was talking to you about this podcast, getting quite a lot of good rates and stuff as well. And I, when I started this, I just started it because I liked podcasts. Do you know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. wasn't. And then I was like, oh my God, it's got a decent ranking and I've got some big guests on. And, That's great. Yeah. And, great. I, and it's just, but again, things grow arms and legs. And I think it starts mm-hmm. with, it starts with you being a little bit creative. So if anyone's yeah. listening to this today and they are feeling inspired by the chat as well, go and do something that's literally going to document your journey. Go out and do your first run, blog about it, write about it, put it up. Yeah, because there's always, always going to be people who will be able to relate. You're always Definitely. going to sort of make a connection with someone and you know as that will escalate so many great things can come out and business opportunities and networking opportunities yeah definitely and i think that it's funny when you hear like people when they start like i recently read the book about um subway and that's the biggest franchise in the world and it started off with like he was looking at another sandwich shop and he's like i want to do that and he was only like 17 him and this other guy but then he started telling the stories of loads of other entrepreneurs and it was talking about how like most of these entrepreneurs and all in this book, there was stories of 20 entrep- different entrepreneurs and all different companies. And they all started with people just going out on a whim. Like they were just like, I can do that. And then they just mm. like started it. And then they never thought anything of it. And they never thought the company mm. would do anything. Then after two years of bimbling about, they got serious about it. And then they were like, here, this has got potential. And then, do you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people always think things start glorious. And I think we can no. all do that. We can all do no. that we can all do that in their own fitness journeys as well. If anyone's starting exactly. out, like there's so many things, you, I know you train as well, Marshall, like there's so many things you'll probably go, God, I wish what I do now in regard, it might even be as simple as log keeping your training or a type of split mm. that you do in the gym. And you might be like, I wish I'd done this like six years ago, but yeah. yeah. And it's just part but of it's better, but it's better to, to do something late rather than lever. It's, it's always yeah. just starting is the scariest that's it it's just it's just getting out and doing it as well and uh, sure. I, think, I think there's one more point on here i've just got sorry i always look like i'm looking on my phone because all my notes no, are no. on my phone when i'm doing it as well <laughs> um when you uh, what's the secrets to, to see obviously a lot of people want a large audience and what's the secrets to to developing a large audience you kind of touched on a lot of points there like obviously talking about like getting a, a good instagram and that as well but like what would you do you like like I know that I've watched people sometimes grow and flourish and I've posted mm-hmm. content every day for over for about two and a half years now and one of the things mm-hmm. I've learned is you can't control the exposure and some things just are right place right time but I think like certain platforms especially Instagram it is becoming in certain things like the fitness world it's becoming harder isn't it it's it's um it the everything on Instagram always fluctuates so much so one 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 day something will work really well and a piece of content can go viral 
but then the next day there might be like a little update and what works for you last week is is not working this week so i think whatever you do you just have to be prepared and with, like with anything you have to go through a, a period of trial and error to find out what works and what doesn't because especially if you're new to instagram you kind of need to just definitely cater to your audience and just really know and understand what is it that they want. Of course, part of that, like I mentioned before, is going to be sharing uh, your journey, showing you, showing your face, sharing your photos and being active on Instagram stories. Um, and I see so many fitness professionals do such a great job with that. And I learn from them because sometimes I don't put enough on my Insta on my own Instagram page. But people like people are by nature nosy. They want to know what's going on behind the scenes in your kitchen, how you prep your food, what you do. Um, that's probably the easiest way to build a connection with someone because creating is hard, but documenting is easier because you're able to go with your day-to-day -day life, document it, and you don't need to allocate a specific amount of time to create content. You could just film it record it as you go along um and people probably respond the best to that um so building an emotional connection with your stories is really important but for anyone wanting to to grow an audience there's there's not one thing there's not one secret yeah. um, it, it boils down to again nailing your actual instagram itself so that it's really inviting to new people landing on your page because once they land on it you know you want them to hit that follow button so yeah. first impressions count so this goes for your profile picture your bio your story highlights how your feed looks um because so many pages that i see who are fitness professionals they claim that the they're running a business from Instagram and they have a business page, but the page looks like a personal page. It looks like yeah. oh, just someone who trains. Yeah. So it's really important if you want your audience to DM you or inquire with you, tell them, you need to tell them to DM you in your Instagram bio, in your link at the end of your posts, inside your graphics, inside your captions. So you need to tell people exactly what to do. Um, yeah. And for, from for myself, I found that works best. People are not just going to be, of course, sometimes people will just DM you out of the blue. But telling people on a regular basis, this, this is what you need to do. Um, DM me for a free coaching call, for consultation, or just a chat. <laughs> yeah. You you need to do that on a regular basis. But um, there's there are so many other things um like using new um features that instagram puts out whenever there is something new for example when reels first came out or when there's a new sticker that comes out um, on instagram it's a good idea to jump on that and use it straight away because again instagram tends to reward people for using any new features yeah and any new things that come out on the platform I didn't know how, I tried to make a reels the other day and didn't know how to do it. And then I just patched it and then just made a video edited it so it looked like a reel. I just didn't know how to do it. Um, I wanted to put music on it and make it look so cool. easy. It's a bit like an Instagram story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, but, but it's exactly honest, the same in Instagram story. 
I always tell people like I am literally like even though I've got a podcast like even though I make video content even though I edit things I'm like a dinosaur with like see when things change I'm like I don't know what to do like um but yeah um what I was gonna say yeah so jumping on to new things as well um what's so what's up what's your thoughts on like um Instagram right now so I've seen a few people this week put up things talking about the algorithm that as you said the algorithm's always changing like what would you say to keep ahead of the curve? Just yeah. basically remain consistent no matter what. I think no matter what, like the worst, one of the worst things that you could do is, uh, and this is really hard to sort of say that because some people are obviously, they have commitments and they have families and they can't, sometimes people just need a break from Instagram and I completely appreciate that. And I feel exactly the same way, but very often if you step away from Instagram and you don't post for like weeks, um, or something like that, Instagram, Instagram will recognize that. And if you sort of decide that one day you are ready to come back on, you post and most likely, you know, it, it's probably your post is not going to do that well because it's almost Instagram's way of punishing you for like stepping away from the platform. <laughs> so you can, if you're able to, if you're trying to grow your brand and you want to grow your following, etc. It's, it's a really good idea to be consistent um, in the way that you show up for your audience. So it's important to um, just just do, do what you can. It's really difficult to sort of give instructions like that because everyone is so different and not everyone has time to create posts and put out video content. Some people are either not comfortable with that sort of thing yet but it's the best thing that you could do to be sort of prepared because I think in the long run people are going to be spending even more time and money on Instagram of course there's already uh, Instagram shops that exist where you can um, buy only obviously like physical products but Instagram will make it even more and more um, easy for people to shop so there'll be more people doing shopping and buying products and services on the platform so people just need to be aware of that and sort of be prepared for that and a good looking feed a good connection with your audience is really important now and it's going to be even more important in the future because I believe it's probably going to be even easier to sort of make money on Instagram if you have a brand if you have a product and service that can help your audience I think in time it's going to be even easier to for you to sell it on Instagram. Apparently, Instagram is going to release something like people will be able to um, give you money on your Instagram live. There's going to be more ads. There's going to be more yeah things to help promote your services. Yeah, it's going so to go down. Do you have because, an offering? Yeah, it's going to go down mm. the route like Facebook. Like Facebook is so con- mm. to the point where like you need to really pay to play on Facebook if you've got a business. But yeah, um, yeah, no, definitely. There's so many valuable points there. And I think we could go on about so many things, but at the same time, I want to just keep it about the, obviously for everyone on there. But um, that's literally everything that I wanted to cover for today, Marsha. But um, firstly, yeah. I'd just like to say thanks very much for coming on to the podcast today. And um, You're so welcome. No, it's okay. And what's your plans for the future now? What are you, if you want to, I, I know you were saying you launched a new um thing for your business there if you'd like to obviously let everyone know about that as well that'd be fine yeah great well if anyone is interested in uh in creating um 
learning how to create better graphics and better content for their Instagram page. I have just uh, launched a course um, teaching you how to do that. So it's a course um, with four chapters and 22 lessons, video lessons, um, going through the whole entire process of content creation and everything involved um, for creating good graphics. And I've also launched this together with a series of um, over 200 Canva templates, providing you with like lots of really visual ideas, um, different posts, carousels, infographics, and they're all similar to the sorts of contents that I create for my own page. Um, so I really try to cater to um, fitness professionals who like to have a better looking feed and they want to save time and create content really easily. And I, this is everything that I teach in my, inside my course. And I've had like the best reaction from people so far. It's only been a week, but people are already... Um, doing so much better with their engagement on Instagram. They're signing up more clients. They're getting notifications from Instagram that the posts are doing better. Uh, so yeah, it's really, really exploded. So if anyone wants to um, learn how to create better content, you can just go to um, my page and click the link in my bio and just um, check out um, fitnessconcertcreator.com. That's the name. Nah, cool. That's brilliant. You said you've got nearly 200 people in there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, so I've got a, a, a bunch of people who are um, creating content, better content now. And um, yeah, now my Instagram feed is filled with like all these graphics yeah. that, uh, that I have helped coaches to create. And they've obviously customized them to make them fit their brands. They've updated, you know, their images and colors and stuff like that. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. Nice, bro. Nice. And my next, my next, and my next um, phase, the, the next thing that I'll be doing is actually providing a similar product, but for websites. So I know, I know a lot of um, fitness coaches either don't have uh, a website currently or they have an outdated website and they might not have, um, you know, a couple of grand to spend on a new website, which I completely appreciate. And this is why I'm working on the, the, my next digital product, which will be website templates, which will mean that people will be able to uh, buy a, uh, a a website, basically a ready-made website that they will be able to update very easily and um, connect their domain and update all the colors and branding and content and launch it within you know, a couple of days. Um, providing they obviously have their content ready and it will be a, a, a really cost-effective way of having a cost creative websites without the price tag that's decent that's good i need to get a website i don't have one i might get on it <laughs> i'm actually contacting yeah. someone today about it as well um yeah no so i actually wanted to add in one more thing just before we shoot as well i'm literally um if anyone hasn't seen on my feed already I'm doing a challenge called the 11 day level up. It's going to run year round guys. So if you are wanting involved in it, it's a habit, it's a habit space challenge. It's completely free and there's no exercise involved. It's all just instructions. There's video links in there. It's on Facebook messenger and you get daily instructions through there as well. So I'll be launching that this weekend guys. So if you are interested in doing it, obviously just go and you can head to my Instagram bio over the weekend and you see the link for that there as well. But Anyway, Marsha, thank you very much for coming on the podcast today. It's been it's been great to have you on. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I really <laughs> appreciate it.
Right, catch you the bit, guys. Bye.